On this episode of The Really Bad Marketing Show, we get some top-notch advice from my grandma about the internet, we play some marketing games with a dead Russian spy, and get a little bit savage on Twitter. Oh, it's bad. I said it's really freaking bad. You don't even know. Because it's The Really Bad Marketing Marketing Show. What up, what up, my badass marketers? Donnie V here, broadcasting from the spare bedroom of my very own twin brother from another mother and the one and only producer of the Really Bad Marketing Show. Tell him what's up, Dan. Uh, hey? I love the enthusiasm, kid. I love the enthusiasm. Sorry, guys, he's just a bit shy because I'm putting him on the spot. But let's not make him wait, Dano. What do you say? Let's give him the show. And now, featuring Donnie's grandma, Fifi, just the tip, bro. Hello, boys and girls. Donnie just signed me up for the internet, and I have to say it's not a very nice place. So my advice to you, dearies, is don't feed the trolls. It's easy to say mean things when you can't be held accountable for them. But there's no reason to get down on yourself for what others have to say. You're only feeding into your own self-doubts. You see, negativity often comes from jealousy or feelings of unaccomplishment. So when others say mean things about you, it's really just a reflection of how they feel about themselves. But you're the one who's putting yourself out there. You're the one who's actually taking action. Responding is exactly what they want you to do. They want to bring you down to their level so they can feel better about themselves. But you're the better person. Stay positive and stay focused. You're better than the negative comments in your feed. And that's the tip, bro. Hey, you following me? Marketers worth following. Come on. This is the very first episode, people. There can only be one answer here. The one, the only, my namesake, Gary V. Come on, bro. Gary's lit. He's straight fire. The man is a marketing genius, an OG from day one. You see, Gary didn't just have a lemonade stand growing up. He had other kids running them for him, like a boss. Slinging baseball cards while getting D's in school. By all conventional means, he was a loser. And then he took his dad's wine business from three to 60 million. Now, the social media icon is building a media empire, all well flipping junk online right alongside his fans. I mean, come on, how can you not love this guy? Gary is constantly dropping knowledge on all channels, pushing the limits of what it means to be an entrepreneur, a creative, one badass marketer. He suffocates your bullshit and helps people like me build great things, like the really bad marketing show. You've got to follow this guy everywhere. Check out his books. Please, for the love of God, go see him speak. This man will change your life for the better. I know he has for me, so thanks, Big Daddy V. We'll be playing a few marketing games with Mr. Vladimir Petrov. Mr. Petrov, how the fuck are you? Uh, very good. I am big fan. Very happy to be on show. Terrific. Uh, Mr. Petrov, I are you ready to play the game? As they say in Soviet Russia, 
Yes. Okay. Uh, the first game we're going to play is called uh, Who Said It? I'm going to read a quote and uh, you're going to guess who said it. So uh, who said when something is important enough, you do it even if the odds are not in your favor? Was it uh, Elon Musk, uh, Mr. Steve Jobs, or Oprah? Uh, what is an Oprah? Wrong. The answer was actually uh, Mr. Elon Musk. And uh, this isn't Jeopardy, Mr. Petrov. You you do not need to answer in the form of a question. No, but I... Uh, uh, okay, uh, next we're going to be playing a uh, little game called Bang, Marry, Kill. And uh, thank God I'm not playing because the answer to all three would be my third wife. But anyway, I digress. Mr. Petrov, Bang, Marry, Kill, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Okay, now this one I know. This was one of my favorite games growing up as a young spy in Siberia. My friends and I would play while drinking vodka. I say bang Twitter, marry YouTube, and kill Facebook because, well, they are a spy. Correct. Uh, I mean, technically, there is no right answer to that question, but in my humble opinion, uh, fuck you, Mr. Zuckerberg. Uh, next up is two truths and a lie. So, Mr. Petrov, can you spot the lie? Craigslist has 14,000 followers. eBay has... 697,000 and Amazon has 1.5 million. What's the lie? Hmm, they all seem low to me, respectively, but can Craigslist really be that low? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Craigslist on this one. Mr. Petrov, uh, you are wrong. The actual lie was Amazon. They have 2.9 million Twitter followers. Craigslist just uh, sucks at Twitter and only has posted 19 times. Surprised they actually even have that many followers. But uh, let's move on to our last and final game, Vania Trivia, a game invented by a uh, dumb millennial that worships another idiot by the same name. Whoa, no need to be a dick, bro. Uh, fuck you, Mr. V. Uh, anyway, back to uh, Mr. Petrov. Uh, your last and final question is, uh, what is Mr. Vaynerchuk's favorite number? Oh, this one I know. I, I'm also a fan of Gary V. He, he take picture with me, so I know that his favorite number is five. Correct. Very well done, Mr. Petrov. Uh, you have uh, won the game or something like that, but uh, unfortunately there's no prize and therefore probably no reason to play these themes in the, in the first place, but, you know, I get dragged into it because Donnie's an asshole, but uh, anyway, thank you for playing, Mr. Petrov. Fuck you. Warning, levels of nerdiness approaching critical mass. Abort podcast. Abort podcast. Hey everyone, Dan Mott here, producer of The Really Bad Marketing Show. I'm always looking for great new books to read or podcasts to check out, and more importantly, I want to share them and talk about them with you. Uh, just recently, I finished up Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Simon's an inspiration when it comes to leadership. He inspires people to do the things that inspired them. That's his why. The why behind what he does and how he does it. So... Basically, everything Simon does is driven by that cause, and that's pretty cool. I highly recommend you check out his TED Talk, How Great Leaders Inspire Action. It explains his concept of the golden circle and how to live a purpose-driven life. His book, Start With Why, explains what makes companies succeed and makes leaders inspirational. Some of the examples in his book include why Apple has been able to amass a cult-like following, why Martin Luther King Jr. was the face of the civil rights movement, or even why the Wright brothers were first to achieve controlled manned flight when they were less qualified and less funded than others attempting the same exact goal. I'll give you a hint. It's not what they did that wrote their name in the history books, it's why they did it. They stood for something bigger than themselves, a 
a cause that others could get behind. So if you're a fan of Simon or have read his book, let me know what you think. Send me a tweet at IamDMont, and maybe we'll feature one of your favorite books or podcasts on a future episode of The Really Bad Marketing Show. Savage Tweets. Fight! There's nothing wrong with a little healthy competition, but when it comes to Twitter, those tweets get savage, bro. This one goes out to Wendy's for straight killing it. In 2017, Black Friday was a good day for the Twitter team at Wendy's when they caught Mickey D's with their pants down. At McDonald's Corp tweets, Black Friday, then, surrounded by four asterisks on either side, quote, need copy and link. Yep, someone got fired for that one. At Wendy's retweets, when the tweets are as broken as the ice cream machine. There's no coming back from that one, bro. I straight up started following Wendy's for that tweet alone, and they never failed to deliver. The reason? If you're going to schedule your tweets ahead of time, no placeholders, please. But more importantly, a little bit of social listening goes a long way. Wendy's grabbed some headlines with this one, and I'm sure a shit ton of followers to go along with it. Pays to actually be social when it comes to social media. Papa, can you tell me another story? Okay, sweetheart. But buck up. It's gonna be a tearjerker. Okay, so once upon a time, there was this guy by the name of John Pemberton. He was wounded in the war and maybe kinda sorta got addicted to morphine or something like that. I mean, that doesn't sound so bad, right? Yeah. So, one fine April day in 1865, this guy gets stabbed in the chest with a saber like a total badass, hence the morphine addiction. The very next year, he's trying to cure his addiction and begins experimenting with painkillers that would serve as an alternate to the morphine. Oh yeah, this guy was also happened to be a pharmacist, so, you know, he knew what he was doing. He comes up with this recipe and calls it, get this, Dr. Tuggles Compound Syrup of Glow Flower. Now, I know what you're thinking. That's a brand that'll definitely stick, right? Sure. Anyway, this guy John keeps experimenting with some other morphine-free alternatives. Eventually, he comes up with this other recipe, Pemberton's French Wine Coca. I mean, it's a little better, right? Anyway, he starts selling it to war veterans and depressed ladies. I know, I know, hell of a guy. Then, in 1886, the, guy, the temperance movement was all like, nuh-uh, so old Johnny boy makes a non-alcoholic version of his medical tonic. He partners with this other drugstore owner and they continue to perfect the recipe. Yeah, he had a drugstore, you know, which is not important to the story. They turn it into a syrup and make it easier to sell. Then, boom, one day he mixes it with carbonated water and he's like, oh shit, this is good. Let's sell it to the fountain drink instead of medicine. Because, you know, that's how it typically goes. But soon after this new drink hits the market, Johnny Boy starts getting sick, nearly goes bankrupt. In a panic, he starts selling the rice to his formula, but decides to save some of the shares so that way he can leave it to his son. But that greedy little bitch was like, nope, give me the money. So, in 1888, the Pembertons sell off the remaining portion of the patent for 1750 not like $17.50, $1,750. Still, 
really bad. Cause turns out to be a huge mistake. You see, Old Johnny Boy's French wine coca was the very first iteration of a drink known around the world today. You may have even heard of it yourself. So, the next time you crack open a Coca-Cola, you can thank old Johnny Boy for that. The word is failure. Failure. F-A-I-L-Y-O-U-R. Failure. Okay, okay, okay. So, how many of you heard of this chick, Susan Boyle? She's apparently a Scottish singer who blew the fuck up when she went on Britain's Got Talent back in 2009. I only know about her because she clearly sucks at Twitter. But, anyway, shortly after being on the hit show, she releases her debut studio album, topping the Billboard 200 for six weeks, grabbing the title, second best-selling album of 2009 in the U.S., you know, back in a time when people still bought albums or whatever. So, fast forward to 2012 when my girl Sue is dropping album number four, Standing Ovation, The Greatest Songs from the Stage. In order to promote the album, her PR team comes up with the Twitter hashtag. Okay, nice. But the tweet goes, Susan will be answering your questions at her album listening party. I know, right? On Saturday, send in your questions, hashtag Susan Album Party. Susan HQ. Now, I know you're listening to this, so you may not have picked up on what Donny Boy saw, but if you're anything like Sean Connery playing Jeopardy, words are not always what they seem. You see, that very same hashtag can also be read as Sue's Anal Bum Party. I mean, shit, now that's a campaign that I can get behind, bro. If you know what I mean. So, I'm sorry to say, Miss Boyle, but just when you think you nailed it, you actually failed it. Yo, Donnie, we got anything else to record? Nah, bro, hit him with the post show. The, the Really Bad Marketing Show is brought to you in part by a bunch of assholes. If you made it this far into the episode, then uh, sorry, but I I guess you liked it, so be sure to share it with your friends and leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Donnie told me to say we're accepting five-star reviews only, so if you didn't like it, fuck you. His words, not mine. See you next time. And that's the show, folks.